Hello, hello, and welcome to Between Laundry Loads. This podcast is basically your 20-minute timer to get that annoying job done that you really can't be bothered, (laughs) you've been pushing it off, I can relate, Um, and yeah, hopefully just have a bit of background noise, which is me. Um, So my name is Judy. I am a 30-year-old wife, mother to three gorgeous little boys, and I run a beauty salon. I do makeup, and basically I've just decided to take on a little side project in this podcast. I'm hoping you're going to find it relaxing, fun, we'll have a little giggle together, and hopefully you won't be too sick of the sound of my voice by the time we're done. So get ready, get up, you've got this, and let's go. Okay, we are comfortable. (laughs) If you could see the smile (laughs) on my guest's face right now, we have to ease her into this. No nerves. Let's do this. No nerves, this is good. Okay. Okay, so this is my wonderful, wonderful guest. She is actually a good friend, someone that I met through her, through her job. Yes. That is our original meeting place. And she is someone that was, oh my gosh, I was so excited to ask her to come on. Um, and thank you. Go on, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's sort of your elevator pitch if okay. you had to describe yourself to someone without your name, because exactly. this is anonymous. Uh, Go on. With five minutes, we'll be really odd saying, hi. Go on. So we're complete strangers. So uh, I would describe myself as a 41 year old uh, mother of five kids married thank god a part-time midwife uh within the nhs supporting women also in my community which i'm super passionate about and now i'm branching out to support women in their perimenopause phase as well oh wow yeah which is nice um obviously i'm not perimenopausal myself okay but the fact that i'm 41 42 you know no one teaches you about anything of that stage they're like oh you're wise already you should know but no wow. one teaches. I thought, you know what? It's typical me. I'm going to take the bull by its horns and self-educate myself and, you know, support other women in their transition. You're so cool. You're someone that is so knowledgeable in like your areas, in your field. But I love the fact that you're, you've found a new area yeah. and something you're like, actually, no, I'm going to go throw myself in. Hook, line, literally. And yeah, literally. Um, and there's a lot of information out there. And then people that don't have access to the Internet or I just don't even know where to start. Yeah. Uh, the advantages of me being in the workplace with speak, you know, working with very close with gynecologists and obstetricians, I can just go and send all my questions. They're like, oh, here we go again. She's coming with all her questions. Do they love you or hate you? I love it. Love it. Do they? Yeah, absolutely. That's said, so cool. Yeah, thank God. I hope they do. But yeah. I was going to say, you're right. They're coming in anyway. a corner and, and, you know, pretend there's like an emergency buzzer that they have to go <laughs> when they see me. Amazing. One yeah. minute. Okay. So before we go down that, perimenopausal and all of that side of things your actual role currently is in the prenatal postnatal so i i love uh picking up shifts on labor ward that's my niche i like labor ward but they sometimes send me to antenatal clinic or uh postnatal ward that's in the hospital setting so they'll send me to wherever i'm needed but predominantly i'm based on labor ward but within the community um i do private antenatal classes one-to-one and I volunteer as an Ezra's Nashim, Ezrat Nashim, as they call it in uh, Israel, Achot Bodeket here in the community, which is basically, I would describe it as a very honorable uh, role, very privileged role, to be the eyes of the rabbis. 
Oh, wow. So when they have, uh, women have shilas for purposes, yeah. they go through the rabbi. And sometimes the rabbi is like, I need to see what's going on. And obviously they can't see what's going on. So right. they pick up the phone and they call our amazing hotline. And whoever's on call, whoever wants the mitzvah picks up that message and they say, yeah, I'm available. So we have a kit at home and we see ladies and support them. And that's really nice because you see all different types of ladies, uh, just married, perimenopause ladies, um, and guiding them in, in all their... Shaila directions. Yeah, we don't pass. When we say that from the beginning, we're not rabbis. Thank God, you know, our, yeah. our shoulders are not broad enough. I would never want to take that ultimate responsibility. Yeah. But to be able to sit with them and listen and... You know, it's hard. I've, I've been in that situation when you have, you're like day seven of Shevin Akim, you're like, right? And then you have a question, you're like, I can't believe that just happened to me. Oh, no. Really difficult. So, you know, they come with all the rows and crying and, you know, you, you get to hear their, their personal stories in a very short time. So it's, an, it's a privilege to be able to be that person, to be open. I, do you know what? Of all the people, I think you're such a perfect candidate to do such a role. Thank you. Because you it's are an honor. so, so like friendly and Aww. easy to talk to like i'm sitting here genuinely i'm not even joking <laughs> since sitting down and pressing play to record my heart rate like pre rate has just gone right down yay even I'm, with the coffee even with the coffee <laughs> don't don't give away my um my we love things, it we please, love it okay i we need the coffee to get by <laughs> okay so i wanted to ask you what would you say is your kind of niche area in business in motherhood in womanhood where would you sort of place yourself Right, so it's obviously it's a separate question. So in, in business, I would, business work-wise, I would say um, I love my job. It's yeah. such a gift. It really is. I always say it's like a hobby I get paid for. Literally. Oh. Yeah. Okay, it, but I actually don't believe in that phrase. You know the one that says, um, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. life. Yeah. But I think that's not true. No, you work. You're still working hard. Yeah, you're it working hard. You don't hate it. Exactly. That you wake up thinking, ooh, I get to go yeah. to do what. Please God, I'm good at at what I want to do. What I worked hard to achieve. It was like four years yeah. studying in Holland. Just wow. took it out of me. But yeah, but here I am today being able to, please God, make a condition at work, A. Yeah. You know, help with the income. See women in my community. Um, you know, be, be a voice for women. I think it's such a ma massive uh, privilege. So yeah, I love, wow. I love what I do. How long have you been a midwife for? So I qualified in 2006 after a four-year program. Don't make me do the maths. How many years is that? <laughs> I don't do maths. 18, 19, I don't know. Stop it. Yeah, a long time. It doesn't feel that long because I had my kids in between. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time. You look so young. Thank you. You would never know. She literally uh, looks like the love, the love. 25. <laughs> you wouldn't think anything else. That's yeah. incredible. And have, have you learned, okay, this isn't a question we pre-prepared, but how has things changed from the, from like over that span of years? Have you seen a change in like, in, in midwifery? In midwifery like right, in so obviously the delivering itself, obviously not, because babies are either born, you know, naturally or, um, or through a cesarean. Right. So that hasn't changed. But in terms of the approach and the guidelines and protocol and inclusiveness and you know, all the fluff around. Yeah, sure. Obviously, medicine has, has advanced, so we're, we're able to save many more uh, women's lives and, and babies' lives and, you know, communicate that why we're doing specific things as opposed to, I'm the doctor, I'm the midwife, this is what you have to right, do. Right, right. So that's really nice to be able to, because when I was pregnant, I didn't want to be spoken to as a, you shall listen. 
Right. I, I mean, I wouldn't as a person. I'm no, like, but you're quite a self-advocating kind anyways, of person. Anyways, exactly. Anyway. But for those who are not, yeah, you would, as I mean, sorry, my role as a midwife, I would always say, look, I'm not here to tell you what to do at all. I'm here to point you in direction to self-explore. So yeah. people say, well, what would you do? It doesn't matter what, what I do because I'm an individual. You, this is, you know, your health, your baby, your future. Your journey. Yeah, exactly. And we're here to support you, obviously to give you uh, guidance. Yeah. But ultimately. So I'm going to ask you a question and I know it. I read your answer. Okay. And I love you and your answer. So I'm okay to ask this question. Okay. Without us having prepared it. <laughs> is, is, would you say that there's a preferred method of birth? Like, do you think like natural is best or do you think that cesarean is best or okay? Like, how would you, what would you direct someone? I would really sit down and take a full history and get to, to, to the fine tuning of where that woman is coming from. Yeah. Because it has to be individual. Like my, my logo is, my slogan is, at the end of the day, I want a healthy mom and baby. Not only healthy physically, but healthy emotionally. So we have to explore what that means as well for that individual woman i love that and really there's no right or wrong because you know with feeding is breastfeeding better or worse i mean obviously everyone would say breastfeeding is best but no if a woman is going through a postpartum depression or she's on specific medication or i don't you know that's what i'm saying that's why i love my job it's there's never the same day you always see different ladies and you have to really listen listen I was going to say, but that's what you do so well is that you are, even your response to that question, someone else would just give statistics and you're like, no, it's about the individual person yeah, 100%, and their individual journey. 100%. And, and the moment women become them. statistics, then become a research midwife or whatever. Yeah. Do not do this. This is what, I mean, this is human beings we're talking about. Hello, yeah. people. Literally. Yeah. I really, it, it, like, it irritates me when, but that's what, what you get when people are so burnt out in the profession. You see that you see a doctor and you think to yourself, man, you are so overdue to be sitting on the beach. Like, go away. You just, yeah. It's just like that non-human touch. And I get it, you know, the overwork and something like that. But don't, you know, that's not my problem. I'm here as, yeah. as, as your client, not your patient. We're not patients. We are clients. We're here to brainstorm together. Wow. That's it. We're a team together. Oh, you're Okay, amazing. so maybe I'm coming a bit with a bit more knowledge because I studied about it. But, but I don't know better than the woman herself, 100% now. She knows. Yeah, each, what works for her. Yeah, it's about also like trusting your individual yes. journey and yes. what you want out of the journey. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I really resent really. when people push their agenda their agenda on you and not even medically, even yep. just socially. Totally. You know, I remember so clearly someone, and I, I really laughed at it, don't worry, I didn't take any offense, but I was sitting with someone and their kid and I, I was bottle feeding my baby. Yeah. And this little kid, I honestly must have been about six years old, walks past me and he goes, and his mother is quite um, holistic, very natural. Everything is very natural. Right. Um, And he walks past me and he goes, my mommy says breast is best. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, at the time, I was actually feeling really guilty that I wasn't breastfeeding. And I was like, wow, thanks for that. Yeah. But no, it's really not. It's each person Nahon. does it their way Nahon. for what works for them and will make them feel, Nahon. you know, um, empowered through their yeah, journey. Exactly. And you are someone that I spoke to when I was debating between natural or planned cesarean. And you were amazing because you broke it down so beautifully to say that it's not about just the actual delivery. It's about the before. It's about if that will induce anxiety during the pregnancy, if. And then the after that, for some reason, for some reason, for some people, 
if the recovery after is long, that would be too damaging for them. Therefore, go for the natural, right. get it over with. And for me, it wasn't about that. I was fine with having a long recovery right. without the, you know, the trauma of, of natural labor. Right. And, and putting was, things in place that yes, works. Yes. Exactly. You were so helpful and so validating as well to my worries. Um, and I'm so happy for all the women that are under your care. Oh, yeah. Because they must be. No, so, listen, on a so serious empowered. note, I mean, I don't want to sound all like, you know, holy and everything, but I, Go for I, it. I, I honestly do. I always pray before I have an antenatal client or Nezos Nashim lady comes or when I'm walking down the corridor to work, I'm like, Hashem, please let only good things come through my hands. You do. You, you want to be, okay, this is Hashem. You want to also be a messenger for Hashem because everyone's like, yesterday, for example, I had a really, really lovely birth. First time mom, Aww. amazing, right? And they're like, oh, thank you so much, thank you so much. And and my standard answer, and it, it's not like a standard answer without thinking. It yeah. really is, it's not me. I'm just a messenger from God. And that's the key. I got shivers. Oh. You're amazing. <laughs> but it is. We are, And that's why I always pray that, that my children should come across people in their lives that, that are good messengers from Hashem. Because we can be their anchor of knowledge until, what, 16, 17? But, you know, in, in the meantime, they're bumping across different friends, different teachers, different environments. I always say, Hashem, let good messengers come on into their path. Wow. Because we're, you know, we can't supervise them all the time. Thank God. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? It's Although I sort of want to. I want to wrap my kids in bowls. All wrap. the time? I don't know. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't. No, like COVID totally did. I mean, I, I remember. I know what I'm talking about COVID, but literally I have to get it out. It is. But it's it was horrendous. Our brain of that I used time. to go to little and then just cry cry in the aisle in the corner like I can't do this I have to go back to school <laughs> genuinely and the genuine. woman would come obviously she was also distancing with her yeah. you know visor and her she goes love are you okay I'm like no I have kids <laughs> that is no, 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 no I'm not okay I have kids <laughs> no disrespect or anything you know people are you know obviously don't have kids but everyone took a different it's funny because I have friends who went through COVID with high school kids and they experienced COVID very differently for the for sure. people with different, you know, women, women who had younger kids. So never again, please, Hashem. Never again. again. Next, Hashem. Hashem. <laughs> Hashem. Next topic, exactly, moving on. So if you were like talking about your experience with um, your midwifery and all of that, do you have any like experiences that stand out or like, I don't know, a funny moment or an anecdote or even something meaningful. I don't know. You tell me right, anything that happened right. that you want to share with us. Okay. So meaningful is, is obviously it's a privilege to be there. I mean, it yeah. really is so cool. So that's always meaningful. The moment it's not meaningful, you got to leave. That's yeah. what I always tell my student midwives. If you don't get it. Do you train? I, I, when we have midwives. Oh, as in when they come into When they chaperone. Well, like right. not chaperone, but they're, you know, they're doing their internship kind of yes. thing, their stage. Um, so I always tell them the moment it gets boring or you think of, oh, it's another day at the workplace, you got to leave because women are going to feel that energy. Yes. They're going to feel it. And they're, then they're going to, then it's those stories that say, you know what? I had a good birth, but that midwife, oh my gosh, you're such a cow kind of thing. You don't want that. You don't yeah. want that because that's, that impacts women's journey into motherhood. Wow. Don't. We have a very, very vital role to play. Anyway, so that was Go my on. thing. Um, so yeah, if it gets boring, leave in terms of a funny anecdote. So. There's no really funniness, I would say, in midwifery. You can't equate the two. But uh, a personal story is that, um, well, uh, one of my children, uh, she was uh, uh, party training at the time. I think she was about three years old. Um, and a couple of days before, she overheard me having a conversation with a friend of mine. Um, and <laughs> I'm she... already laughing. I love kids. Go on. <laughs> 
Um, and so she asked me, you know, it was a first time baby. So, you know, how, how does the pushing really feel? Like, could you describe it? Um, so I said, really, the only way I can describe it is like, you're really, really mega constipated. Like you got to just push through that pain. So it's like going to the bathroom, really yeah. pushing. If you can get, if you click that, if you can make that click over thinking, okay, fine. Things are going to come out with, I always say to my ladies, whatever comes out is welcome. Baby, poo, whatever, everything is welcome. Just push. Love that. So that's my slogan of labor. So anyways, a couple of days later, my daughter, she calls Ima, Ima, and she's on the bathroom. And I thought she just called me to help, to help her wipe her, yeah. her bottom. And she goes, Ima, look, look, a family, a mommy, a daddy, and a baby. Honestly, I, I, <laughs> I'm like, how do you make it up? It was a lesson for me that A, they overhear everything. They listen to everything. But literally how she made that connection of pushing and pushing. I'm like, as old, as and old. she made a family. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you were a very young grandma then. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, brilliant, brilliant. But yeah, not that ta- not those type of grandkids. Thank you very much. Yes, I admit, Sasha, I'm gorgeous, brilliant. gorgeous ones in exactly. the right time. So that so that was um that was quite funny. that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. but I fair enough midwifery. I wouldn't think it's something that comes not, along no. with that much humor. Yeah, no, no. I mean, also because you take your role seriously. Very. I think I'm a, that's I, so why. I have a side that is very very serious. Yeah, so I take life serious. I take my work serious. I think, but do you know what? I genuinely, genuinely think that your women will feel that. And I think that in, you know, happiness and positivity is so important. Yeah. But if it's empty positivity, then it's not even helpful. True. True. Do you know what I mean? And if they can feel that someone has yeah, and someone is taking their role seriously in their care, what could be more special than feeling you've genuinely got someone with you that cares about your journey and getting you through it in the healthiest, best way? Um, oh, I that. wish you would have been my midwife. <laughs> so I actually came to you with my husband for prenatal classes before my first child. Right. And that is how we met. And I loved That's you since then. Ago. It was my ages goodness. ago. Don't make me feel old, woman. No, I'm trying to think back where I was probably in the flat. It was in the, in the flat. flat. Yeah. It was. <clears throat> wow. Um, and that is how I met you. And I just remember being so blown away by how you brought so much Torah into Aww. like, well, obviously something that is really spiritual, but it's so physical. And you made it feel so special and genuinely empowering. Like, I remember walking out of there being like, first of all, I thought you were incredible. Thank you. All I did was like rave to you about my husband. He's (laughs) like, my gosh, should I open a fan page? (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, no, really, like when I went into birth, I just felt like I had so much medical knowledge because you obviously taught me a lot of medical. Um, And actually, let's plug you. This is absolutely a plug for your medical, for your prenatal classes. Guys, if you are in Manchester, do you do, um, do you do, what's it called ones? Zoom ones. Zoom ones. No, someone asked me, a few people have asked me, uh, but I just think, again, because I want to give it a personal touch. Yeah. I don't do Zoom. I hate Zoom. Okay, so people come to Manchester But also, I always recommend bring the husbands with. You know, they, they say, can I come in a group setting? I don't do group setting either. Again, because it's, it's so individual. So you want to tailor it to the couple's needs. Yeah. And every couple is different. Every journey is different. They come with different baggages. You can't just plonk it. Because you yeah. could do it in a group setting, but then... Very... Yeah, I did a group one as well. It's I went not to the a group same. one, and it was like a, um, a government one as well, yeah. which I did before I came to you. And it was so vague, and it was so not um, it, it, tailored. It's very, it's very one. They were one busy. Separate. I mean, they. it was with... It was not a... Jewish thing it was you know a community thing yeah. and it was all about make sure that you look at your baby and talk to your baby because apparently in Salford at the time in Manchester 
they had the lowest rate of children talking really? because the parents weren't talking to their kids. So the children weren't learning how to talk. How interesting. How crazy yeah. is that? Yeah. And I was like, listen, in the from world where Kanina Hara, we're surrounded by yeah, babies. We, yeah. we do, generally speaking, exactly. know babies. We know how to talk yeah. and hold. And like still everyone's babysitting their, their nieces and cousins exactly. and nephews exactly. from but the But still, age when it six. comes to your own, it's very, very different. And that's why the sure. education is key. But I think yeah. that when I came to you, I felt it was such a different experience. So guys, if anyone is looking for prenatal guidance or care, hit me up and I will put you in contact <laughs> with my mystery guest. <laughs> I feel like I need like a theme tune after mystery guest. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Um, so if like, if you could look back on what you're doing and what you are aiming to do, you know, what sort of makes you proud at the end of your day, kind of in your business role and then also right. maybe on a personal level. Right. So uh, business role is that, you know, kids big thing, like top priority to make a kid and give good care. To everyone, everyone, be it atheists, Christians, Muslims, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's my thing. And to really, that women have had uh, good care, be it, you know, wherever they come. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. When people say, they come to you with like really broad questions. I'm like, look, I'm just the midwife. There's no just. No, there's no just. Saying, it's just I that. am so a that's, midwife. Uh, yeah. uh, so that's number one. But in a personal life, um, getting the kids <laughs> go to on. bed, healthy, wholesome, fed, clean their hair, brush their teeth, cut their nails. I'm thinking, tick. no, on a serious note, it's more For like- For real, what do you mean? That is, oh my no, gosh, No, that is huge, that is huge. I'm saying, but in, on, a, on a, I always tell my kids, look, my job is to keep you safe. Yeah, my job, always, well. always. I said, you don't have to like me, but this is the God entrusted role that I you have any complaints, go to him. Yeah. This is my role and I need to keep you safe. Number one, number two, I need to give you tools. And I tell this to them, I'm, I'm teaching you this because I want you to grow up Healthy, happy, stable Jews. This is what Rabbi Mitchell oh. Goodman says all the time, his mantra. Happy, healthy, stable Jews. But I need to give you tools to know how to clean up after yourself, to be part of the family. Because one day these girls will become women, wives, yeah. and these boys will become husbands. They all need to help learning how to clean up after yourself. I'm not asking you to do the dishes, not the younger ones. The bigger ones obviously yeah. help me. But to have skills for life, that's our job. That's our role. Wow. You know, the ultimate teachers. True. Because you think yourself, I have it all here. I read books. I listen. I, and but in that moment of moment, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, Hashem, please help me remember. Or just to close my lips for two seconds, not to go. Pfft. Yeah. But do you yeah. know how special that is that you automatically bring Hashem into your thought process? Do you know how incredible you are? I don't know. People have said that, but I'm thinking it's, it's a normal thing for me. Like I always, always tell my kids, you know, like wherever you go, you're not alone. Mommy's not going to always be here. I'm not trying to be morbid or anything, yeah. but you're not alone. You're not. We have, we have, us as adults, we have to remember Hashem has really got our back. You may not feel it at the moment, or you might think of how is, is it ever going to work out, but it will. it will. Guys listening, I hope you feel this like absolute calmness that I am feeling right now, just listening to her talk. It's like therapy. Oh, Let's bless you. you. No, but it's You're true. just so wholesome and you have i really believe that you have the right attitude to living life as a, a jewish woman not just as a woman and i think it's so special to see someone embody that in such a real day-to-day -day life you know not just when you're in a spiritual setting or in a you know a religious right, setting right, but right. you you but, are in a non-religious setting no, but you know what I, always, I always tell to ladies like think back think back in your life however old you are whatever right yeah okay so thank god i 
I have 41 years of life experience, but even a 20 year old, even a 16 year old, look back in your life and see where you had a time that you think to yourself, this is never going to work out, or I'm such in a deep pit, what's going to be? And then fast forward and you can see and think to yourself, oh, it actually did. And it worked out. Yeah. So I wish, I wish we can all remember that and bottle it up. So when we are in the next situation, because we're always going to have, listen, we got to get it's not gonna be, be real there's always gonna there's be always oh, until 120 we're here to work yeah end of story when people say i want a, a tranquil you know calm life but that's not life it's right. not it's not gonna happen so take that experience and say when the next experience comes when the next thing i did it want he helped me then he'll help me now keep remembering that amazing and would you say like that kind of is something that you told yourself before you embarked on this journey of wife or motherhood or is there something that you wish that you could have told yourself beforehand told, if i if someone would tell me this before i got married but if someone would tell me that you know you're gonna be fine you're gonna be more than fine yeah you, you're gonna be good you know there's gonna be people around you messengers from god that are gonna be on your path laugh laugh you know i say it to myself and i and i wish i could just hug myself when i was in my 20s 30s you know what i'm saying going through the you know having the kids one after another and thinking oh what have i done to my life <laughs> kind of thing moments of like oh, i think we all push have them back in. literally literally we all have those days when we're like okay, yeah this is a lot <laughs> i had that literally yesterday yeah. i had my one of my kids was home not well the other one had been not well the day before and like whatever it had been on and off and yeah. i'm just like okay this is a lot this is a lot yeah yeah but definitely it's, and it's then in that moment that. so that's what i'm saying in those moments you think to yourself how is this ever gonna work out not not the balagan mess that we have but like stuff that you think to yourself what's gonna be what's gonna be like in the future or blah 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 how we're gonna manage whatever financially whatever whatever it is just taking that moment saying it's okay it's really he helped you until now. He's going to help. He's not, you know, going on vacation. He has yeah. plenty of resources. He doesn't get vacation days. Just, just inhale and just, it's going to be okay. I mean, what could be a better message to leave our listeners with than that? That's You're it. just amazing. And I'm so incredibly grateful that you gave me from your time. Oh, it from was your a pleasure. Incredibly busy it was schedule. fun. It was fun. We have to do it again. Are you glad? Are no, you really, relieved? Yeah, yeah. I am. <laughs> the nerves are gone you're okay now yeah, you did it, it amazing and I, I would highly recommend you know people coming on oh i would i would it's great it's really nice because looking through the question you think yourself it really makes you think about life because something is going run 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 go 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 and yeah. the questions you think yourself actually nah, you know let's digest Thank it's great you. even if you don't come on the podcast people i think the questions are just Every so often to reflect back and yourself, like, who are you? What do you mean if you're not coming on the Come on the podcast. Come, come. I'm saying come. even if you don't want we to or whatever, people. these are good questions. Yeah, it's yourself. amazing. Yeah. I'm so grateful, honestly. And Great. you've been fantastic. Thank Hooray. you for sharing your wisdom <laughs> and your beautiful, beautiful spirit with Mwah. us. Mwah. Have a wonderful day, guys. Bye. Well, that's it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And if you managed to get that 20 minute task done, then go you. And if you didn't and you chose to chill instead, well, then go you too, because self-care is important too. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to give me a review, like and subscribe or tap the five star review. I'd really appreciate that. 
And if you are interested in being my next guest, please do feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Between Laundry Loads. Have a wonderful day and stay tuned. <laughs>